ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, uh, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome, because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, physical sensations, uh, like any emotions, uh, changes in temperature, seasons, travel, uh, noise, whatever is keeping you awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off. Then I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, Pauses, uh, so pregnant, but so pregnant that they're permanently, pauses permanently impregnated with pregnant, you know, puffy pauses. I don't know. I I thought I could pull that one together, but I could. Jokes without punchlines. And punch punchlines that you'll miss. Punchlines, so if they were in proper context, would be so funny. Lines without punch, I'll definitely have that. And punch, punch without lines, that's just a big mess on the floor, you know. Like I think punch without lines. I was thinking of the drinking punch. And then you have punch and Judy. Punch without lines, that would be punch the punch. punch that was one of my failed, the fa- one puppet show I did try to take out on. It was uh, uh, pun- punch, punch Without Lines, the, the Punch as a Mime Show. And it turns out most people can like enjoy Punch and Judy. One, because uh, Punch has so many good lines. Uh, and um, two, uh, it gets like a, a, a puppet, doing a puppet mime, mime show was before it's time, I think. Uh, that's why I thought I'd use... I mean, I'm sure someone has done it much better than me. You know, an actual puppeteer or, you know, a whole puppet you know, puppet company, puppet theater company. Well, you know, sometimes my ambitions uh, or, you know, they say delusions. That's what they say. You scooch, you don't have... You have delusions. Well, I have ambitional delusions, of ambitions of delusional grandeur. And they say, hold on, we need to change. They say, okay, well, just hold the prescription pad, Doc. And let me tell, let me tell you this first. I do, Doc. Do you know what I just said? Did it make any sense to you, Doc? Because I was waiting for my brain. I think I'm in the actually. Excuse me. I think I'm in the middle of a podcast intro, but I do have ambitions of delusional grandeur. That's what I had in this situation. Because I said, you know, one day. I'll change. This is how it really started. Sometimes I get up with too much ambition. I said, one day I'll change puppetry forever. And today's that day. Instead of learning the lessons of do this, you know, and then you got to, you got to learn, well, one, you need some puppets. Uh, Two, uh, you need, you know, it, it takes a lot of talent, a lot of skill and a lot of experience to be a good puppeteer, you know. Also puppets, you know, you can't be, I mean, so, but I did, you know, I decided to shortcut those things, puppet stage. And I did, you know, you know, card, you can get a lot, a lot, real far with cardboard, pretty far. So my biggest problem was that the uh, Punch Without Lines show, 
it didn't, you know, the, the, also people said, what, what kind of show is it? Are you performing as a garbage box? And I said, no, 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 this is a refrigerator box. And then someone said, what are you supposed to be some kind of cheap robot in there? They said, no, no, this is a puppet show, sir, uh, for children. So please move along uh, right away. And I think he said something about this being his store. I said, well, that's not my problem. This is your store. I'm a busker. I'm here to busk. Here at the town square. I said, town square supermarket. It was a mistake calling it that. Not my mistake. Their mistake. Uh, anyway, where was I? Oh, boy. I think I was trying to... T- if you're new here, welcome. This is a podcast to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to use... Uh, strange techniques, uh, but, but but the whole thing is while I was yammering there, you could use you could say I was yammering, babbling. Uh, you know, we're trying to. Uh, I think originally I was trying to make a joke about, but, but you know, I was I wasn't deconstructing jokes because I don't I can't do that. Uh, well, actually, I can. I, I mean, anybody can take something apart. I think that's I've had I've heard that speech. I usually hear that uh, three or four times a decade. I, I, with, with the, the reconstructing part. So I did deconstruct it because I said you have a, a joke, so you have a punchline and a setup, and I think you got to turn, turn, uh, turn about. I think that's another part of the. I don't know if that's in a j- joke. Actually, I'm making a sleep podcast. So if you're new here, welcome. Uh, the whole idea of the podcast is, or here's my question. What, what were you thinking about for the past, fast, fast? Were you thinking about a man? You say, does he do that on purpose? They say, nope, my mouth's just, every, I think like it's, what do they call that? Uh, that's That stuff's called Novocaine that they use to numb your mouth. Uh, I'm one of those people, what do they call those when you, uh, I have Novocaine flashbacks in my mouth all the time, right when I'm talking usually. It just happens to be when the recording's on. You know, my bottom lip will just have a Novocaine flashback mid-word. That's that's free, too, with the spikes. Another thing, you know, it's the sum of all its parts. Another thing I get mixed up about, is it the sum of all parts is greater than its whole or the whole is greater than the sum of its parts? Because uh, maybe this is my dyslexia talking about. When I slow down. I say, okay, so it's a pile of parts that, that you see. It's, it's like all the parts come together to be more than the whole. I don't know. But anyway, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. The whole is greater than the sum of the parts. I think that that's it. Because like, a joke would be, well, these are the things that Burbiglia does to, to bring his jokes together. Or, you know, somebody somebody else crafting jokes. Stephen Wright, one of my heroes. Uh, but, but like, uh, but the, so that is the sum of the parts. Because you say, well, by themselves, they're just words or observations. But together, greater than their whole. And, and Scoots is part, it's like, kind of like, a, well, once you took that motorcycle apart, it's not going anywhere. And they said, well, why did you do that? I said, well, I, I, I thought I was going to make a because I have uh, ambitional delusions of grandeur. And I was going to make this into a super cycle and, you know, ro- mobile puppet puppeteering. And I was going to become, you know, the first motorcycled uh, busker. 
Anyway, if you're new here, so this podcast meant to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to use all these different techniques, including that one I just said that I made up that I already forgot. And I'm not joking. What was it? I don't know. But, uh, you know, I will. this will be a bit like Punch Without Lines, whether it's Punch and Judy or, you know, fruit, you know, or that one punch you used to make. This We've talked about it on the podcast before. It's one part Sprite or 7-Up, one part Tropical Punch, Fruit Punch. I think there's other ingredients in there, but those are the two. And I think if you go 50-50, you're fine. Again, I know nowadays people are saying, well, none of that's good. I think sometimes people put like some sort of ice cream in there. Um, maybe do some ginger ale. Then, Well, I don't know if ginger ale and fruit punch, I don't know if that does go together. You're right, Brain. Thank goodness you just saved everybody. Anyway, welcome to Sleep With Me. It's a podcast about your sleep. It's different. This podcast doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. You know, you're under no pressure for it to work. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour rambling at least uh, to take your mind off stuff, to, 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 to just become background noise, to sit here and keep you company because I've been there. That's why I send my voice across the deep, dark night because I've been there sleepless, tossing and turning. And if I can bring a little bit of lightness, a little bit of silliness, a little bit of, you know, competency by incompetence. It, it's not a joke. That's really how, you know, if my incompetence can bring some, you know, totally on purpose, you know, just Novocaine flashbacks. If that was, it, they won't, I mean, I tried to get it listed as a real thing and they said it's not real. It's, and I said, well, it's a flashback. Go ahead and prove it. I said, I got four or 500 hours of recordings that are pretty good proof that Novocaine flashbacks are real. Hello, is anybody there? Oh, I'm doing a podcast. So anyway, welcome. I'm glad you're here, and I really hope this podcast can help you fall asleep. I'm glad you're here, and thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, welcome. Oh, good to see you. Good to have you over here. So it's, I know I realize it's, uh, you know, this, this is the season when cooking. I know Thanksgiving already passed, but this I, I, I decided to invite you over. Uh, for, I guess it would be a side dish party. Um, cause I said, well, I, I, I thought I would teach you these two different things you could cook for side dishes for either Thanksgiving or Christmas or, or for meals of their own. And, you know, I thought we'd have a little bit of fun. So, uh, what do you say we get in the car here and, uh, uh, head out to Trader Joe's as we always do. And get a shopping done. And one is going to have a decent amount of ingredients, and the other one is going to not have a lot of ingredients. Uh, so uh, here we go. All right, so here we are at uh, Trader Joe's. Of course, I know you're going to ask if week before we go in. And no, I don't have. I, I actually have been. I mean, like, what's what's lighter than a crush? Is that that's what being attracted to someone is? Correct? Is that because I'm you know you know how I'm not a I'm not able to interact with you know I'm I have issues being a human. You're laughing again. Well, that's I mean that's true. Well, I guess I'll be honest with you. There's like I'm attract like I I feel attraction. Maybe that's maybe that's a sign I'm growing as a person. I don't need the protection of a crush. Is, do you think that's an improvement, or do you think I'm retrograding or whatever? Is that what they call it? Am I retrograding? 
or am I, uh, am I, because I, I just say, well, geez, am I, is it devolving? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. It's it, whether it's attraction or crush, you know, I keep, keep it to myself, just like Nana would say, uh, oh, oh boy, you know, so I just don't worry about it. I don't worry. Uh, you're not, you, you're worried the other way. Well, no, I'll, I'll be fine. You know, I, I'll be fine. I'm, I, uh, I don't need uh, to be embarrassed. You know, I don't need any more embarrassment. I've got that taken care of. Anyway, we're here to cook, uh, believe it or not. And here we go right into the entrance of Trader Joe's, not to speak of this again, uh, because we got here right on the right side is our, uh, pro, you know, our this section, this particular tree. Now, they have done some moving around here. They've expanded their frozen foods a little bit. And, uh, David, but so here in the first section here, the, um, spoilables, I don't know what they, what, what do grocery stores go? I call it the, I would say the spoilables, uh, we've got our stuff. So we got to get, uh, well, we should, somebody should get a shopping list. Why don't you go get, let's start easy to get a bag of potatoes. I think they're called russet potatoes, but you know, the potatoes, we're going to make mashed potatoes. And these are going to be very traditional food. So go grab some mashed potatoes. Great. And while I think of the other things that we need, okay, celery. We need, we're going to make stuffing. Yeah. Oh, good. That was fast with the potatoes. So we need celery. We need sage. We need uh, parsley. Yep, right there. That's, we're in the herb section. Uh, two, two yellow onions. Well, I think majorum. I don't know if we need majorum or the other one. We want it thyme or majorum. I mean, I need thyme, believe me. I don't know. So let's just get both and then we can freeze whatever we don't use. And cross my fingers not to forget, we also need an herb that comes in a tube that's special to Trader Joe's. That's going to add a little delish to this. And two yellow onions, great. And we have garlic at home, so we don't need, we won't need an extra garlic, but we could get it. You're right. Yeah, you could do. Did I ever teach you that? Putting roasted garlic and mashed potatoes. These ones we won't. These are going to be the most unhealthy mashed potatoes ever made. Why? Because they're going to be good. That's why. They only have a few ingredients. Uh, I think that's it for, 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 uh, so we have celery, onions, chop, chop, and chop, chop. And then the herbs and the garlic. I think that's all we need. I may be forgetting something. And then grab some eggs. We're going to need some eggs right over there, right? Yeah, attraction. No, 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 it's not, it's attraction. Yes, you're catching attraction, but that's not, a, that's different than a crush. What's the difference between attraction and crush? Attraction, uh, crush, you think about the person maybe once in a while. You say, hmm. Where attraction, you say, whoa, my insides just said, I'm happy to see you, but I hadn't thought about you since the last time. Okay, maybe I do need help. I told you I need help shopping uh, for ingredients because now we need, we're going to get two different kinds of bread. That's one of the secrets of this stuffing. Thanks to Trader Giotto, in all their wisdom, they finally started stocking a dark rye bread, a pumpernickel style. So see that down there? Grab that. 
And then we're going to grab a sourdough wheat. Uh, you could grab like a regular sourdough next time, but that'll give us a little bit, you know, I don't think there's any way we could make this healthy, but uh, you could pretend. Now we're going to get two. Okay, great. Great. So we have two things of bread. And I'll tell you what, this might sound crazy, but I also have these same things of bread at home. But if you were going to do it, if we were going to really use this bread, what we'd do is just rip these bread bags open a little bit. And we're going to get the bread exposed to supermarket air. Probably not the best idea, but this is just for, you know, this is just a magic of podcasts anyway. So those are expressed to the air now. Now we're going to get two two entire boxes of butter, whatever the heck they come in a pound. I don't know. Just two of those unsalted butters. Thank you. Great. And now in, in certain world, you know, in, in the world of non-convenience, we'd get heavy cream, but then we would need to, you know, then I'm not comfortable if we don't use all the heavy cream. So we'll just get milk. Uh, but heavy cream we could use, uh, but we won't get, I don't know, you surprise me. All right, so let me take a look. So we have butter, potatoes, and milk uh, for the potatoes. And then let's see, we have bread, celery, oh, broth. Okay, so let's go down this aisle here. I mean, we could go back down the frozen aisle. Uh, no, don't have any. No, we're not going to talk about that on the podcast. I think we did. Like, if I was going to, that would be the dessert section would be where I would, if I, was, if I had any charm in me and I ran into anyone in the frozen food section, that's where I would want my charm to turn on. Yeah, my, my charm is frozen. You're right, you're right. Well, I just think desserts are just a like, uh, they show a meal has been completed. So that means things are going well. Uh, what dessert are we going to have for tonight? I don't know. I, 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 I believe it or not, I have an idea at home about dessert, a non-consumption dessert. Or we could just drink eggnog. That's lately what I've been doing for dessert is having a half gallon of eggnog. No, I'm not kidding. No, don't laugh because it's not funny. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, eggnog doesn't have alcohol in it usually. I mean, when I would drink alcohol, I couldn't, I never... By the time someone would drink eggnog, I, I even would buy the ingredients, but then I'd say, well, I already got my drink. I don't need any friggin' eggnog. That's got a lot of junk in it. Clog me up. Um, but so, but yeah, like, so I, I drink a lot of eggnog during the holidays. Yeah, no, it's terrible for you. No, not light eggnog. I mean, why would you, I mean, I know it sounds judgmental, but it's like uh, if you're going to drink eggnog, you might as well go all the way. Um, okay, so where were we? We were talking about eggnog, milk. I was trying to, oh, broth. We need to, we could get turkey broth or chicken broth. Uh, I would say just get chicken broth. Uh, if we If they did have bone broth, that would be great. I mean, I think most of your bone broths are better. Well, I guess a chicken bone broth would be good, or a turkey bone broth. What about just poultry, poultry bone broth? That's why is that so hard for me to say? Poultry bone broth doesn't it sound a bit like one word, like supercalifragilistic? Poultry bone broth. It sounds like something like uh, the Country Time Lemonade. Like, I mean, that definitely doesn't mix with lemonade, but say Country Bone Broth. 
like calm down and relax. Doesn't it? And that's what country bone bros would do. Maybe that could be our company. Like by men and you say, get all your country bone bros. That would be like our little tagline. Country bone bros. You're right. I shouldn't make that whistling noise at the end, but yeah, come get our broth. The best bone broth there is here at country bone bros. You like that? It it ring. It's a bit like a Tibetan bowl. You're right, but not. How about a Tibetan bowl of country bone broth? Yeah, so delicious. But just let's get turkey broth. Get two things because they'll last. I never. I, I'm not good at calculating ingredient amounts and stuff. Anyway. And then let's get, just since we're here, let's get a the the, the iced tea. Let's get four things of instead. Uh, this kind of German mineral water I like. And then some country bone broth, some coconut water and coconut aloe water just for the podcast. You know, just might as well stack up while we're here. And yeah, I think we're all set. It doesn't really matter what aisle we check out in because I'm not, I'm not bluffing. No, I'm not bluffing. Uh, I'm not bluffing. I don't have a current, current crush. I, like I said, there's people I'm attracted to. That's called the world. It's normal. Oh, did I just say that too loud? Great. That didn't sound weird anyway. That's totally normal to be attracted to people that work at stores or other places. And just to keep it to yourself, of course. Okay, so let's just get checked out. Why don't you check out and I'll check it, you know, because I'm blushing now. You realize I have to shop here all the time. Okay, let's go. Okay, and by the magic power of a podcast, let me chat home. Well, hey, great, great to see you. So here we go. I got back with the groceries while you were still checking out. That's podcast magic. And we're going to need to get right to work. Uh, so what I need you to do is I already washed uh, some of the uh, celery. So I need you to cut the cell, you know, cut the ends off and then, you know, the tops off. And then cut them in half, you know, down the lengthwise in half and then chop them. How much celery? I, I don't, you know, I don't operate with those kind of numbers. I would say uh, this thing is four cups. So let's say, um, I don't know, an equal amount of it to the onions, maybe three cups of celery, we'll say. And then we're going to chop. There you go. You chop, you chop fast. And then, um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cook a lot of butter. So I'm melting butter in here, a whole thing and a half. Uh, so I don't know what that is, a quarter, three quarters of a cup or something. Yeah, a stick and a half of butter's in there. Yes, it's terrible. Wait till you see the potatoes. You you've you've seen nothing. So that is melting in there, butter. And now you're gonna chop that whole yellow onion. I don't know why I got two. We only need one. But you can never have enough onions. Come on. And yeah, see that? Let's measure that. It's about three and a half cups of whole onion, well, by close. Okay, we're going to put all that in there. And I just need you to, we're going to slowly, oh, you want to stir. Okay, and then grab some sage. Oh, rosemary. That was what we forgot, but that's okay. I have a rosemary bush in there, so we're covered. So I'll grab, okay, you'll grab the, okay, so sage. Okay, I, I, I'm getting excited. You're right. 
So sage, I'd say a tablespoon, like just a one handful of sage leaves, great. And then about the same of rosemary. I would say maybe a little bit and a half more of rosemary. Chop those up, right? And then chop up the thyme, maybe the majority of the thyme, maybe a teaspoon, a teaspoon each, not a huge amount, yeah. And then uh, as far as parsley goes, let's see, one, two, three, let's do three tablespoons of parsley. That's, uh, yeah, a lot of parsley. Well, no, don't worry, don't worry. And, you know, I prefer this curve, you know, I, I don't know why, it, what it, sometimes the, the flat leaf parsley tastes oily to me. So that's why I prefer this other, uh, this kind of parsley. But I, I, I mean, I got nothing against it. And they're slowly starting to brown. The, the onions are get translucent right now in the um, celery. This is like a roux. A roux would have uh, roux, 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 sweet pickles. A roux would have carrots, I think, and uh, then we'd add flour. So we're not making a roux right this moment, no. Okay, great. And then all the herbs are chopped. Okay, and then I'm going to put some garlic. Yeah, about four or five cloves of garlic. Just chop those up. Separate them from the herbs because garlic's going to go in as soon as it's chopped. Great. And then I have a cube of frozen basil or basil or whatever, and then maybe just a tiny bit of oregano. We don't want to over-herb it, but we don't want to under-herb it, you know. Okay, put the garlic in. Yeah, that smells good. Oh, boy. And we're going to keep stirring. Look at all that butter in there. Oh, boy, is that good. Oh, what's that other smell? That's the bread. I did before you got here. We got about nine to ten cups of bread. 50-50 of the uh, wheat bread, uh, sourdough wheat, and the pumpernickel, or the dark rye. You know, it's baking in the oven, cubed up, I guess. So I, I did do that with that. It's incredibly boring, even for a sleep podcast, to cube bread. And I actually have a cubing song, so I can't sing on the podcast. Uh, a song I wrote for cubing the bread. It just goes, it's more of a chant, cubing the bread, cubing the bread. I'm cubing the bread. It's a chant. I guess it's not a song. Yeah, you could check the oven. Just see, go ahead and squeeze a couple of things of bread and see if they're hard. Not yet, right? Not yet. Okay, let's get all these herbs in here with in the pot, and we're going to keep stirring. Just keep stirring. And we got this uh, big bowl here. Uh, so what we're going to do, yeah, we don't want to overcook the herbs for sure. Uh, but yeah, keep stirring it, keep stirring. Okay, that's good. Pull it, pull it off, pull it off, and uh, pour it all into that bowl. All everything out of it. Now you don't, you don't have to clean it. Get a little. This is where we save, save, saving of labor here. So get everything, all the herbs and butter in there, or ninety percent. Yeah, very good. You got it empty, but there's still stuff stuck in the sides and the bottom. Now fill up that pot with water, almost, you know, and put it on the stove. Don't turn it on, though, and then cube all, cube all the potatoes while this cools, this uh, herb and butter mix. And as you cube the potatoes, I'll check the bread. The bread's pretty much there. So I'm going to pull the bread out of the oven for us and put it up here. And the bread's going to cool off in your kitchen. Yeah, yeah, that's how I usually do the potatoes. I like to cut them in half lengthwise. 
I guess technically we'll do smashed potatoes. I wash the potatoes, but I don't take the skins off. It's just too much. I don't see why, actually. I don't see, like, I guess if this, so then, okay, we're going to put all potatoes and we're going to turn the pot on high here. Yeah, so the pot's on high and you you can put a top on. It'll take a while for that to go to a boil. And so while we wait for that to boil, we're going to take the bread and we're going to put it in the bowl with the mix, the herb mix, okay, and just start coating it. Yep, just spin, stir, stir, stir. Yeah, I do have a slotted spoon. That's why it's not a slotted spoon, though. It's a hold spoon. It's a spoon with holes. I don't know what a slotted spoon is. What's the spoon that has the, like, uh, things that make it look like it has spikes? Is that a slotted spoon? I don't know. This spoon has holes. I call it a slotted spoon because it's good for mixing bread and herbs. Keep going. Really toss, I mean, toss it without tossing anything. Want to get all the bread soaking up that butter and stuff. Keep going. I'm going to prepare uh, some chicken, some broth here. How much broth? A cup and a quarter of broth is how much broth I'm going to prepare for this. And then we won't be done with the broth, so we're not going to put it away. Okay, how's your time? Okay, so now take the broth and pour the broth over the bread and keep stirring it and let the bread soak it up, soak up that broth with all the other stuff. Keep going. Okay, great. Now keep this by the window here so it stay, it keeps cooling. Why? Well, we need it to cool because what we're going to do now, you know, Amy Cool, K-U-L-E, she's the uh, producer of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Bet you didn't know, you do know that because you listen to the podcast. Great. Okay, so in this bowl here that I have in front of you, we are going to take a quarter and a cup, a cup and a quarter or a quarter and a cup of broth about, again, this is not a bake. I mean, we're baking, but not baker. You know, we're not making cookies. Well, it's pretty important because you don't want it to be too saggy or too wet. But it, believe me, believe me or not, I know when it comes to this kind of stuff, I kind of know what I'm doing, barely. So, yeah, about a cup and a quarter. And then crack, you're going to mix these two, you're going to whip these two eggs in there. Yeah, just mix it up, mix it up. This is our binder. And, uh, yeah, keep keep mixing. Now, I pre- preheated the oven to 350, and but also magical 350. So we, uh, we can discuss that in a little while. But so in that, uh, the, the bread mixture actually cooled magically too. So we're, we're going to do is uh, as the potatoes start to come to a boil. First, let's get this done. They're not boiling yet. Uh, what we're going to do is, um, you know, mix that, uh, pour that in with the, uh, pour the egg and broth mixture in with the, and just, yeah, just keep mixing with that slotted spoon. Good thing I'm of, 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 I've allotted the, the spoon of slotted for you because you're doing a great job mixing that up. You are. Yeah, so just keep mixing them, and I have this pan here, and you can buy a foil pan, or you could use, like, a baker, you know, oven-safe dish like this. You just get butter, you know, butter it up. Uh, I'm using the Trader Joe's butter spray. Oh, my goodness, you're right. We forgot an ingredient from Trader Joe's. Luckily, I have it here. You're so right. I told you to cross your fingers, and you forgot. It's this unami paste. Uh, thank goodness we remember before we put it in the oven-proof dish while you're still tossing. So we're going to take a tablespoon of tsunami paste. I don't know how well. Let's do 
a tea, teaspoon, I mean, yeah, you're right, not a tablespoon. But we'll do two teaspoons of the tsunami paste into the stuffing. It gives it, it has extra ingredients. It just will give, it, hopefully it'll give like a t- tiny undetectable extra layer of mouthfeel. Or just a, like a little bit of unami pungency, but barely detectable at two two teaspoons. And just mix that in. You can taste it. It does taste, it's it's good. I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah. Well, if you look at the ingredients, then you might, you're going to overthink it when you eat it. I don't know, fermented stuff, I, I think. Maybe like uh, fermented, you know, fermented things and non-fermented things are in there in a good way. Oh, what is in what is it exactly? And they're fermented unami slugs. That's what makes the unami paste from the planted unami. Yeah, I even yeah. That's more charming than my dessert material. So I, sh- I guess I should hang around the unami paste then. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe I tried hanging around the ginger paste and then. They said, please don't stand by the pastes anymore, sir. And I said, okay, I'll just paste around these pastes, you know, uh, the tastes of these pastes, you know, is why I walk with haste. That's not charming. I really, anyway, we, we're in the middle of, so, so that's ready. So let's get it in the dish. You just start swooning in the dish. Now, I prefer, this is, I think, a decision whether you fall on the, a drier stuffing or a denser, more bread pudding stuffing or an even denser, more liquidy stuffing. I prefer just a plop like that. And then there's like a, the density will come from the settling. And you can see we got a nice liquid mixture and the bread doesn't look like it's totally, it's absorbed everything, but not over absorbed where it's, so, yeah, I prefer my stuffing dense but not too dense and uh, light, like, it was, you know, I, I don't, but, but it doesn't matter. No one's going to care. It's, you know, I mean, I guess this one it will be because I guess this is the main course. Uh, but just, okay, cover it up with foil and we're going to stick it in the oven. No, it's great that you did perfect. Wonderful. Okay, now we're going to check the the potatoes are boiling, so we're going to lower the temperature, leave the cover on, and we'll simmer those for like about 10 minutes. Oh, how long is the stuffing going to stay in the oven? Well, in in a normal human oven, 40 minutes. But ours, it's, uh, you know, I, I did the movies thing where I put, uh, I, 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 there's already some stuffing in there. I know it's real-time recipes, but it's not real. Like, uh, can you imagine a real-time turkey recipe? Come on. Even the real-time. It's real-time. Like, we're really... Okay, this is my podcast. I don't need you. There's two stuffings in the oven, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so 40 minutes. It goes in the oven for about 40 minutes. Oh, you want to check it to make sure, yeah, it's cooked, but I don't know the temperature. I could, this is just a, this is a, you know, fictional recipe. They could be non-fictionalized, but at your own risk. I don't know. You want you do want to make sure it's cooked that the that's totally cooked. What I like to do is at forty minutes, just take the foil off and see if the stuffing's starting to develop. And if not, you can leave the cover off. 
uh, you know, and you can see what your liquid, like how dry it is versus how dry you like your stuffing. So it could take a couple generations of stuffing to say, well, this is, this is the best stuffing I've ever made. Okay, and, and to get our potatoes ready, it's pretty simple. We're going to get a, a calendar here in the sink over a bowl. That, that other bowl will rinse out the one that had the, uh, well, we got, you're right, we got to wash it out because it had eggs in it. So wa we'll wash that out. We're going to wash, wash, wash that bowl, wash it right out of my hair. So we'll have that ready, and then we're going to put a stick of butter into this big bowl. That will also wash out first. You're right. I guess we yeah, because it had eggs too. You're right. Yeah, so we'll wash that out. And, um, yeah, so those bowls are washed and the butter is in there. So we'll melt this butter. That's just one stick of butter. We will be using many, many sticks of butter, but in a certain manner that I like to release my butter. So let's melt that. And then we have, we got a few minutes. So I had an idea I'd run by you. Oh, so what are we going to do today? We'll see what I have here. If you close your eyes, I have a surprise. The year was 2014, and my intention was to buy something and follow through on it, Which, and then the year was 2015, and my intention was to use the thing I bought in 2014 uh, maybe at an ironic date, like the 4th of July, and then it became the 2015 winter. And I purchased another one of these, and then it became, then it, so so I have two gingerbread kits uh, from Trader Joe's. Well, that's why we didn't buy one this time. Uh, no, yeah, I'm not kidding. I wish I was. This one is from 2014. And this one is from 2015. They look identical, except that I did open the 2014 partially. And then I couldn't find the will to say, well, she's got to clear off a whole table for this. And so we'll make we'll make one of these. And maybe our guests, if we have some guests come, they can make the 2015 one. Oh, well, what, what, which one? You can't possibly, you don't eat a gingerbread house anyway, do you? We can make one of them could be a gingerbread fairy house. Well, it could make the animals sick, you're right, but it could make them happy. They'd say, you know, we could be creating uh, the woman from Hansel and Gretel on a smaller scale. We'll give her a gingerbread home. Well, what you could just take it home as a party favor instead of leaving it outside. How's that sound? Great. Okay, so here's a big Ziploc bag. We'll use that as our icing thing. And here's the box with the icing, and you just mix, say, have lemons, and you just mix, uh, we'll mix up one egg white here. And then Koa, good news, Koa, you get a egg yolk, so we'll fry this egg yolk for Koa. And then yeah, if we have a guest, we'll make another batch. So, Koa, you will get two egg yolks, good news. So, yeah, just mix that up in there. And, uh... Yeah, the, the, so that'll be, that's your icing pack. And then I don't know what guests we have coming, to be honest, because you do, you didn't invite any Trader Joe's workers. You invited two. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, well, who, which, which two? Oh, you invited more than two. Oh, boy, they're, hey, hi, 
Oh, yeah, I, I do. You do. I, I have seen you before. Yeah, hi. Oh, hello. Yeah, you're good. I guess you're in charge of the samples, I noticed. You were doing a great job with the tapioca, with the uh, cinnamon in there. I loved that. Well, yeah, this is my friend. I hate to spring a Trader Joe's. You might be Trader Joe'd out, but these are actually vintage. One of these is from 2014 and one of these is from 2015. Oh, how do I know which one's from 2015? Yeah, you're right. The boxes are identical, which doesn't exactly give me great. But I guess gingerbread material, as long as it's sealed, can last forever, huh? And plus, you don't eat it. So, yeah, this is the one. And then you could, why don't we break up into teams? Everyone can go out, out in the back there, and I'll lay out, because I'm cooking co with these. Oh, you're going to stay and help me. Oh, that's a beautiful name. Yeah, I know, yeah, I do spend a lot of time in the produce section. Okay, well, my friend, okay, so we're going to have a little contest. Yeah, because they have little gummies. And what are those, like, fake M&Ms? Are those mint? Those mints? Okay, and then little sprinkles. Those are cool. And little people. Are those made from marzipan? Mars, a marzipan family. Maybe that, that, that I like the, how that sounds, a marzipan family. You're laughing. You think I'm funny, huh? Yeah. Do do you do you find do you find people more charming near the pastes or the desserts? Right, the desserts. How do you feel about unami? No, no, not tsunami. Unami, unami. Oh, that sounds like you've said that before. Unami. See, maybe we don't have the, oh, we do have the oven on. Okay, so the, let me check here on the potatoes. Yes, we're making mashed potatoes. Yeah, they they about five more minutes. On, and then stuffing. Yeah, we're having uh, stuffing and mashed potatoes for dinner. Turkey gravy. Did you bring turkey gravy? You did. Oh, that's great. And ginger, the, the ginger, the ones with the pop, the, the pop top ginger soda is awesome. Well, I just realized this kit comes with its own uh, icing thing. I didn't realize even though we made our own. Well, yeah, it's an interesting marzipan family. So there's a dog. The dog's name is Rolf. And then there's a Helga. That's what this person's name is. Yeah, they're the older. That's why they have a cane and a hat. They're older and wise. And then neutral. They don't know. They're, they're, it's just Helga. And then these two are the Gorf twins. Yeah, Gorf, G-O-R-F, the Gorf twins. These two marzipan children are the Gorf twins. They live with Helga. Well, you haven't heard the adventures of Helga and the Gorf twins? It's a very famous gingerbread press. Uh, uh, 2029 gingerbread press, uh, Helga and Gorf twins. It's a new... Like, once people forget about Cam Jansen and Geronimo Stilton, and then they start to have those kids, those adults that forgot about them, and then they have children. That'll be around 2029, I think. Maybe not. Yeah, I guess so. And that's when I'll start my series, uh, Helga and the Gorf Twins. It'll be, well, maybe I'll just buy up the, do you think, when does the uh, things expire on, um, uh, Gerano Stilson and Cam Jansen or Encyclopedia Brown.
I mean, they could write my own. I mean, Helga and the Gorf twins that write some stuff. They could just have candy-based mystery, the candy mysteries. Does anybody do that already? You don't know. Oh, why are you you're leaning against me as I... Okay, I don't know what to say. Helga and the Gorf twins. Oh, that's what I was talking about, yeah. Oh, what's Gingerbread Press? It is my fictional imprint. Yeah, it's the publishing arm of a fictional part of my brain that doesn't exist. It's an imprint, like a publishing house for fiction? No, 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 close, very close. It's a fictional printer of fiction. And non, some nonfiction, actually. Yeah, it's an imprint from a fictional... I don't know what the publisher would be, but it's an imprint, Gingerbread Press. Uh, it's my publishing, fictional publishing arm. Like I said, it publishes fiction and nonfiction. Oh, don't I mean imaginary? Well, I guess you could mean... I could mean imaginary. Um, But I prefer fictional. But, but yeah, the, the, so that's where... That, that'll be the publisher of Helga and the Gorf Twins. Yeah, I'd like it. I do. Uh, and I guess like the secret they'll all hold is that by solving the mysteries, they're really saving themselves by saving each other and solving the mysteries. You know, one of those ones where they're feeding some deeper needs, but we don't need to know that that'd be subtextual ideally. Uh, why did I choose gingerbread press? I don't remember to be honest, it was probably uh, probably the uh, tons of gingerbread I have around here, you know, in store because I was storing gingerbread. Like, you know, do I write? How did you know I was writing erotic knock fiction? Well, I don't know if I ever need any help. You, you're pretty fun. I think I, I'll be honest. I'm. Uh, you're very. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Oh. Everybody's coming in with their gingerbread houses now. Great job. Oh, boy. Is that a gingerbread yurt? That is nice. So we have a gingerbread yurt, and what is that? That is a gingerbread a gingerbread commune. I like it. I like it. A gingerbread yurt should be on a gingerbread commune. And what is yours? Oh, gingerbread. That's a gingerbread tower. Yeah, Tower of Commerce. That's great. So very contrasting. Oh no, who wins? There's a, everyone wins when you, uh, as long as you don't eat eat the gingerbread house. Because again, they're from 24. I wasn't kidding when I said they're 2014, 2015 models. Oh, we seem to be getting along good in here. We we are. Eh? I mean, so so the potatoes are ready. So so um. So just everybody knows, don't eat the gingerbread again. I can't be, don't, don't do that. Those we could, I guess you could, uh, yeah, I guess I'm getting a bit heady here. So, so we're going to, um, mash the potatoes here. I didn't realize it would be such a, like an audience event, but it is an, this is an event to behold. So gather ye round. Oh, was I, uh, Helga and the Gorp Twins, uh, once upon a time, this is who I learned this, how to churn uh, butter, mashed butter potatoes. I don't know what else they call it. So, yeah, we're going to strain the potatoes, and then we're going to strain into the bowl so we just have a little bit of potato water if we need it. Now, my lady, if you could have another stick of butter at the ready, even cut it in half if you wish. And then have another stick of butter at the ready after that. Oh, yeah, three sticks of butter minimum. 
Okay, so drain, good draining. So then we're gonna put him in this bowl with the butter, and then I just I don't have a potato masher. I just have this giant fork, and it's a very stiff, big fork for like salad or something. It's great for mashing. And yeah, just start crushing everything. Yeah, and right now it, it's not very so. Just crush it into the butter, and mash and mash and mash and mash. And the butter's getting absorbed, and just keep mashing. Yeah, you're breaking up. See, there's, we cooked it the right amount. See, there's no uh, uncooked potato in there, so that's good. And, yeah, there's a little bit of the herbs left, a tiny, tiny bit from the first cook we did. You know, take out your papers and your trash. Uh, hey, potatoes, we're about to mash. Okay, let's put that other stick of butter in there because the potatoes are still hot. We could switch it up. Yeah, it does get tiring. I'll do a little mashing. Oh, you're going to mash. Oh, boy. Mash away. Mash. No, 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 don't do, do gentle mashing. Yeah, gentle mashing. No. And yeah, just start folding, and that butter's going to melt pretty fast. And I don't know, if how's everybody feel? Like, what's your comfort level with, uh, like communal eating, because I I do like to start to taste right out of the thing, but normally no one would see me, and, and then they wouldn't tell them. They would just eat it. But I can do something fancy, you know, like, okay, yeah, that, that's, that's good that you're honest. I'll just take a spoon and eat, eat it off the spoon and then wash the spoon. Is that com comfortable for you? Great. So glad we have this atmosphere of honesty. Do you, you must live in a gingerbread yurt. Maybe that's what, where Helga would live. You know, if I had a podcasting studio, I could do a yurt. It wouldn't. What's the difference between a yurt? Uh, like, do, 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 I guess, like, is a yurt cheaper? Well, I guess I don't have anywhere to put a yurt anyway. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, good mashing. Okay, so, uh, no, I, I think let's do another half stick of butter before we add any milk. Uh, yeah, because see, the potatoes are still, like, yeah, they're not going to get whipped yet, but they're getting more and more buttery. And just keep mashing and mashing. That, that stick of butter. And now I'm going to add some milk. I don't know how much, a quarter cup, just to start. And keep it. Yeah, now you'll do a little bit more whipping as we get to start to get to this uh, better consistency. We're still a ways away, believe it or not. Uh, still a ways away. But you are good. Okay, I think we'll probably use another quarter of milk here, but not yet. Let's do... I'm going to do two finger fills of salt, so just two pinches of salt. And I'm going to take my first taste. Oh, boy. You want to put a spoon? Wow. I don't think it's ever gone this well for me. The guests just come over. We've ever hit it off like this. I'm going to spoon mashed potatoes right into your mouth. It might be too weird. Anyway, it's how. what do you think? Good? Let me taste. Uh, it's, um... It's getting there. It's getting there. And that definitely needs some milk. It's tough to... I mean, heavy cream would give it a richer flavor, but we're going to do that by butter. And then remember, we're going to get a salty... Oh, good. Thanks for putting that uh, turkey gravy on the stove. Yeah, we're going to get a salt kick from the gravy, too. So we will... We've got to be careful about our salting, but we don't want to under-season, but we don't want to over-season. Okay, so the second thing is, so we've got about a half cup of milk. Let's put that next thing of butter in and just keep mashing. Now I'm going to put some uh, pepper in, black pepper. 
Yeah, I would use white pepper from time to time. Maybe not on mashed potatoes just because actually the uh, black pepper actually gives it, uh, you know, visual. Uh, that looks nice. It gives a little bit more light, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's not mashed potatoes, it's a sleep podcast, you know. What can I, what can I say? What I overthink is not, yeah, twice a year it's useful. And the stuffing is looking good. I just checked the stuffing. It is looking good. Looking good? No, looking good. Looking good later. Wow, you're very forward. Um, so, okay, so let's, so we now, let's see. We should be very buttery. Um, let me get another taste. You know, I would go with another half stick of butter. Just keep whipping it. Keep whipping it. We still have the temperature. And why don't you pull out the uh, stuffing because, uh, you know, they add time to that stuffing, the second stuffing to be done. And just see how this, see how the steam's coming off? That's good. That's a good sign. And we have a little bit of crust on the top, but it's not, yeah, oh boy, we are in business. And that gravy's going yippee ki as uh, John McClain would say. And yeah, let me taste it. Why don't you taste it and tell me, does it... It's strange. Okay, that's good. So it's strange, almost like there's butter infused into the potatoes. Yeah, it's about, we may be at a 50-50 ratio now, so that's where we want to be. So just keep whipping it, and then we'll go straight into serving. So we're going to serve, everybody's going to get a plate of stuffing, and a plate, or a scoop of stuffing, a scoop of mash, a fork of mash. And then, yeah, let's make a little pocket in there. And that's the thing, we don't have to add butter. The butter's all in there, so we'll just make another reservoir for gravy. And you could go, yeah, there you go. Oh, boy, thanks for the teamwork grinding that pepper right on there. And so here we go. We all have our plates of stuffing and potatoes, thankful. Then now, see how hard, easy that was, too, uh, and we could make it again. And these are two traditional styles. You know, you can always whip up, you can add apples or any amount of different things to the stuffing to mix it up. And then the potatoes, you can also, uh, I find this to be anti, you know, this is a simple, it's not healthy, but but because of the amount of butter. But I think this is preferable. I mean, sometimes a Parmesan or even a little blue cheese or roasted garlic or, or other things added to the potatoes are good, but in some cases, this traditional butter style, I think it, it, it gives it a richness uh, and it plays off the flavor. Oh boy, everybody's digging in now. And I'm thankful for my new friends. Uh, maybe this new friend here. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, you don't have to feed me. That will uh, kill you. Yeah, that'll kill it fast. Thanks. I don't like to be fed. I don't know why that is. But and I'm glad that people felt comfortable enough to tell me not to eat off of their food. That's great. And I'm just glad everybody's having, I hope everybody out there, you know, the holidays are a tough time of year. And to remember that uh, you can make something like this. And also that, yeah, we've repurposed these ancient, I like these gingerbread houses. You did great on these. But, uh, yeah, let's just remember to put, put one, you know, sometimes keep it simple, just butter, 
some salt, some milk, and some potatoes. In other times, you know, you bring together all these different flavors and ingredients and, you know, stir them and let them rest and then stir it some more and let them all come together um, and eat with friends. That's, I think, the moment is... Uh, uh, so I'm glad to thank so much for taking me to Trader Joe's and inviting these people over that you decided to invite over. And they do, oh, you're asking, do I have any eighties people coming? Do yeah. Usually when we cook, we have people from the eighties. We do. They think they're just running late. They're coming together. Do you hear that noise? That's like a motorcycle pulling up. Does it not sound right? I think I know why. Yeah, is that, that is a man on another man's shoulders coming down the driveway. That's uh, Michael Winslow pretending to be a motorcycle. And that's Bronson Pinchot on, on the back of Michael Winslow. Yep, hey, what's up, guys? Come on in. Well, Bronson, man. Whew. It's so, such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for taking Michael. Robot, okay. Spare change, there you go. Is my kitchen is a little bit small for sound effects, I'll be honest, Michael. You're great. You're great. Oh, just key. Okay. Yeah, if you could turn... Does he turn it off, Ronson? It's good to see you, though. Uh, not only are you a perfect stranger... Perfectly not a stranger anymore. But what are we having? We're having stuffing and potatoes uh, with gravy. Uh, so, yeah, let me say goodnight to everybody. So that's goodnight, everybody. We've got Ronson and uh, Michael here with our new friends and i hope that you know if you need a recipe for the holidays uh those are a couple of easy ones uh and i'm thankful for all of you on this long winter's night good night